Yo. Yeah, I'm here. You, you hear me? You hear me? Okay. Welcome to the Broski Doodles Podcast, the best podcast in all the land. This is Puerto Rico, Cervantes. Right now, I'm on the on, on the Johnny Guaca Doodle, right? Sometimes you want to have, you know, you, you crew the Broski Doodles. And sometimes you're eating on the fire noodle. And sometimes you, your dog tells you, I'm a dog, but he really just a poodle. Oof. And then you look at your homeboy. He's in Mexico. And he's like, yo, I got a hole. Should I doodle? Should I doodle? And then I see my girlfriend laying over there, and I want to make it look like a toaster stream. <laughs> Damn, make it look like that Spider-Man web. No, it's it's <laughs> it's crazy, right? People think like, yo, the Broski Doodles, Royal, money. They making it. They doing them things, but they don't see the struggle sometimes. And I like to show them that. Right now you're in Mexico. I mean, it's hard to say you're in a struggle. You're in a badass resort with all inclusive. But I wanted to tell you something. Is this too dark <laughs> of a whiskey doodle? I mean, this is darker than the camel's piss. And I think it's, it's becoming a it's becoming a problem. This is when you say I you're gonna top yourself off. Yeah, that's that's what I expected out there. Right, a nice, a nice helping. I go serving Bro. size one. <laughs> That's what they mean by serving size. Like, I mean, this is on the fire level, bro. I even got the Johnny Walker glass. I hope this motherfucker sent a little envelope. I mean, I'm just saying. I think they should. I think they should sponsor the podcast. I'm hosting a Romy Cube tournament tonight at my house. But people that know know <laughs> Romy Cube. It's a board game. It's made out of the minds of Einstein, Fitzgerald, Elon Musk plays Romy Cube. I think so. And I like to mix it with a little liquor. And these days, part of it is because I'm actually starting to believe I'm greater than I am. And the other half is my stomach is, is just not handling beer and wine as it used to. So I'm now switching to whiskey. And the whiskey that I like that meets my spot, quality, but value, is the Johnny Walker Doodle. Johnny Walker's Black Label. This is not a sponsorship. I wish it was. I hope these motherfuckers really start. I'm not too fond of the English, man, but the Scottish? I like the motherfuckers. Up to now. Let's see how they fucking act. It's better that what you're saying right now is from the heart. It's not sponsored. So you know it's, not, it's real. It's real. I mean, even when we're sponsored, by the way, it will be real. We will never right. we will never take money for a product that we don't believe in. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I mean, never. I can't really I can't predict how much they're going to give us. But in that goes against the ethos. It goes against the, the ethos of the company. Now, generally speaking, I can't see the future, but generally speaking, we wouldn't take bribes from a company that didn't follow our values. Is that safe to say? Yeah, one of our values is not being poor, so... <laughs> so it does... It is a little contradicting. <laughs> one of our values is not being a fucking broke-ass motherfucker. <laughs> not in Miami. This is Hell strong no. value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the strongest values we have at the Broski Doodles, and I hope all the listeners share that same value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want people that are not broke. It sucks to be broke. <laughs> right. It sucks. It sucks. 
Right, so, right. Which is which is it ties into the whole getting out of zero thing, or getting to zero and then getting out of the zero. Get out of the zero. Yeah, you want to get to zero, and then you can think of getting out of zero. But if you're in negative seventeen, then your goal is getting to zero. We're, we're still fighting with this concept. Golf. Why? What is zero? Negative seventeen. Negative seventeen. Right. That means you're under seventeen from handicap, which is actually from zero. Yeah, handicap is zero. Which is a little funny because in golf it almost means like you're retarded. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it's old said when I when I go to a golf course, they're like, What's your handicap? Like, what the fuck are you trying to say? I don't have any handicap. What's your, what's your handicap? I mean, I got I I, I got a wooden <laughs> leg. Small dick? Wooden leg? What you got? What's your handicap? I got a very, <laughs> very weak self esteem. That's my handicap. <laughs> I have a hard time dealing with conflict, as Jordan Peterson states in his personality, you know, course. Is that a handicap? All right, then. I suggest you start with hole five. <laughs> <laughs> Work your way up. <laughs> uh, in, in Mexico, I didn't want to ask this before, but I mean, it's gotten to the point. Do you feel safe? Where I'm at, I do feel safe. I, th I think the, the the city is is very nice. It's uh, well maintained, and <laughs> I think I've asked every single staff member here if they think that this area is safe. Because I do want to venture out and, and get out of these these four walls. I haven't had this property in two weeks, and everybody tells me, "Yeah, super chill. Um, there's really no conflicts. The only time that there is crime is between cartels," and If you're a, a tourist that's going out at night and kind of putting yourself in the situation where trouble might arise, like if you're out there looking for for drugs, if you're looking for uh, prostitutes, if you're if you're coming in contact with uh, the dark the life, then okay. then yeah, then you're, you're vulnerable you're to, to getting trouble. fucked, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Typically, they're not gonna mess with you though. Okay, so I mean. Generally speaking, because we do have some brusky doodles that are like, hey, yo, I want to go to, if I go to Mexico and I'm not getting drugs and whores, then why am I even going there, right? And I get that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, it's not like I condone that behavior or that way of thinking, but I do understand it. And we cannot negate the fact that there are that sort of thinking within the realm of the brusky doodles. There are people that are trying to get the best out of their buck. So would you say that even, even, If you're going out there to get drugs and whores, you're generally safe, although you are venturing into the dark arts. I think you would be generally safe as a tourist because they don't want to kill off, quote unquote, their, what's bringing them the most money. Right. So, so they wouldn't <laughs> risk fucking you over because the fact that you're getting whores and drugs is already accomplishing what they want yeah yeah they're keeping them in business however do expect to pay a lot of money <clears throat> like i remember when we went to tulum for diego's wedding back in back in april every every what every time you went into a bathroom every time you went to a bar every time you you went somewhere you know and you know you kind of got lost from your party there was a uh, somebody offering you seven different types of drugs 
And were so they? In that environment, I, I, I did feel unsafe, and I, I wouldn't go back there with the way that it currently is because it feels like the city or town or I'm not sure what it, I guess it's a city is run by 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 drug money and cartels. Hola. Dime. Sí. And would you say that this is what you fell into Loom and is expected to feel in Puerto Vallarta where you're at as well? Or was this more of a Tulum thing? It's a Tulum thing. And then when I was talking to the people that live here, they, they say the same thing. They're like, yeah, Tulum five, 10 years ago was a place where, you know, it'd be more hippie-ish where people would go for a, like a spiritual retreat to get away from everything. Everything's made out of wood and the architecture is really nice. And it's, it's more of a, of a getaway, but it's become a thing where people are going there as a party destination and partying brings a ton of drugs and drugs. Bring cartels. Okay. Would you say cartels, so it, it is like DJ BJ is not here with us right what? now. Not because he died. He's actually gone to like, <laughs> he has to go to a wedding. A wedding and actually work, right? People think like, oh, DJ BJ, he's part of the Broski Doodles. No, but he actually has a job. He has to go and actually be a DJ. His name is not just because the Broski Doodles said like, oh, let's call him DJ BJ because on Christmas and Thanksgiving, he puts the music and makes us go crazy. No, no, no. He actually has to work doing that at weddings, right, right. at quinceañeras. People that listen to us in Ohio, they're like, what's a quinceañera? There's a 15-year-old girl in the Latin community. They're very sad. Yeah, after. becoming a woman. Yeah, it's a sign of her becoming because she gets her period. Maybe they get a right. little earlier. I don't know. I mean, I don't even. They should know. probably push that until like 18, though, right? Why so? I don't know. But isn't that the mark of becoming a woman? Now they should, like, kind of. Well, the mark of becoming a woman supposedly is to be when you get your period, and they get their period when they're 13. So it should be a, a, a treceñera? Treceñera, maybe. I think quinceañera is because there are some late bloomers that get their period a little after. So mm -hmm. just to make Playing sure. Safe. Yeah, playing it safe. Yeah. At 15, you get your period. But it also means like, oh, you're able to... Procreate. Procreate, which is a little bit like, isn't that three years before the minimum age? Which is why I don't know how far back a quinceanera tradition goes. I don't know if it's like hundreds of years ago. I mean, I'm like, pretty oh, sure it goes back in the days where like a quinceanera was able to very well, not frown upon at all, marry a 35-year-old guy. That happened. Right, in exchange for like two pigs... And yeah. a cow. My grandma was stooking for two pigs and a cow. <laughs> on her 15th birthday. On the, on the 14th birthday. <laughs> Do you get a little bit of that feeling? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, um, how are the beaches? The beach here is not crystal clear like Cancun. Cancun is that, that turquoise water that you see in, in movies and stuff. That's like picture perfect. Here, the water, the water is calm, and being in the Pacific Coast, you see a beautiful sunset every night. And uh, I mean, there's a lot of wildlife here. Like at this property, there's huge iguanas walking around. They have a falcon, a resident falcon, that just Damn. chills. I want to have a falqueto for a Send you the picture. <laughs> All right, just on the shoulder. Yeah, like a falchetto that's just like, was, like uh, hunt, the hunting a new tourist. Like any like uh, Dutch. <laughs> if any Dutch Canadian bitches come through. The falcon is just just, mur just lurking yeah. around. Clip the, the back of the, the top of the bikini off. 
Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, I'm not, not even like, I'm a married man, you know, but I'm just saying, like, for the youngsters out there, you know, there's a lot of brosky doodles that listen that have their dick hard right now. <laughs> it happens. I mean, it's not even like, I don't, you wouldn't feel ashamed about it. Like, it happens. Sometimes you're hearing Adrian yes. speak with his hot ass head and his little beard coming through. I mean, it's natural. I mean, it's not even like a it's gay a natural thing. Reaction. It's a yeah, natural. It's just like yeah. in high school, right before the bell rings. You know, you get the random boner and it just happens. You get that random boner and you have to walk oh, like a penguin. Look- you have to walk like a penguin. You know what I mean? Got- There's tactics. And the girls don't know about these tactics. It also shows girls what you're made of. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's a mating call. It's a mating call. Hey bro, quick thing. I mean, people that are listening, they're like, hey, it's all fun and games. I get it. You guys are little fucked arts, you know. It's cool, it's cute, it's cute, <laughs> you know. Adrian has glasses because you know. But my question is, if I want to go to Mexico and really suck it all in, and I don't mean sucking dick, which I could mean, but I don't mean it right now. What's the place where I can get the most out of my buck? And I'm not a party guy, right? I have family. I want to have, you know what I want to have? I want to have a fun time, but it's not necessarily a place that's expecting a bunch of young kids taking metamine and Tootsie and cocaine. Like, I'm not saying there's no drugs, because that's a little harsh. I mean, no drugs, that's a little harsh. You don't want that. But I'm not talking about Tulum. That's a little boring. Right. I'm not talking about Tulum where they're like taking everything that comes. If I want to go with my family, my crew, the Brosky Doodles, their family, the grandparents, to a place that's nice, beautiful, has some modern shit, I'm not in the risk of getting my organs taken. I can get a little weed from the local, you know, beer guy at the beach. But I'm not looking for methadone and shit or cocaine. But I'm looking for a good price. <laughs> I think I'm putting a lot of requirements here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a beautiful place. But that's not going to f- be filled with tourists that are crazy. And they're going to have cheap weed, cheap rum, and my grandparents can chill. Where can I go? Where, Kiko? You're asking for utopia, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that's not Mexico at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to go to, like, Switzerland. <laughs> nah. Um, well, from the places that I've been and from what I've heard, that would be... Playa del Carmen is pretty nice because it has... But say hello, say hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it, has a, it has nice beaches. It's got a, a vibrant nightlife scene over there. It's got a... Uh, you'll still have your people asking you if you want, want drugs. Um, and it's relatively safe. You know... Playa del Carmen. Of, of, of us, Beautiful yeah. beaches. It's relatively safe. Family oriented, you could get a little weed. Yeah, I think I think that would be the spot. I think Cancun is a little bit too crazy. Tulum is a little bit too crazy. I've also heard that Los Cabos is really nice. Los Cabos, I've heard about that in like more upscale. Oh, it's more upscale. Okay, and and we and like for people that are not like on 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 the rich side, they're like yo, I'm middle class right now at the moment. I got to zero, then I got to 10, and then I got to 50. And I'm struggling to get higher because, you know, it gets harder. And they're like, yo, Playa del Carmen. Which, by the way, if you don't know how to pronounce that, start learning. Because Spanish is the next thing, you know, like, you know, they say Twitter. They say, um, you know, NFTs. I mean, that died. And then they say, look, you got to learn how to code. I don't even know what that means. 
but Spanish. Playa del Carmen. <laughs> if you don't know how to say that, you're going to get fucked in the ass in Playa del Carmen. Playa del Carmen. Yeah, if you say it like that, you're getting Ricky Ricorn in your ass real quick. <laughs> yeah, you're getting, a, you're getting a Mexican dick in your ear pretty quick. <laughs> and you're and asking for it. And that's just statistics. That's not even like me making that up. Like that, that's statistics. It shows. If you say that wording, you're gonna get fucked in the ass by a Mexican taco vendor in the street. <laughs> okay, have you made friends in the hotel with Mexican locals where you feel this guy might not take my organs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just about all of them give off that feeling of being normal humans. Okay, okay. All right. No, 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 I appreciate that because I really think whenever you make me feel like a piece of shit and make everybody <laughs> look, look at me like a piece of shit. Um, is it the case that everyone is really nice as fuck? Yeah, man. I think it's a lot of uh, the media that makes it seem like it's a dangerous country to come to. And, and don't get me wrong, you always get that underlying feeling of like, you know, um, all right, I'm, I'm not in America. Like if you're at the beach, all of a sudden a couple of ATVs pass by with uh, the army with a couple of you know AK-47 or not AK-47, so but rifles on their back, and then that you, you kind of take a back and you're like, oh shit, that's right, shit can go down at any minute. Is it the case that Kiko Flo, Kiko Cervantes from the Brosky Duro, is a piece of shit and is playing a stereotype of what Mexico is? When really Mexico is a cool ass place where tequila is made. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I want to okay. say a piece of shit. <laughs> I want to say a piece of shit, but you're a piece of something. <laughs> you are a piece of something. <laughs> <laughs> you're a piece of work. You're a piece of work right there, boy. Um, no, I think ah, I'm just fucking around. I have a bunch of friends in Mexico. I think Mexico. I haven't been to the peninsula. I went to Cozumel on a cruise. Ooh. Does Ooh, that nice. even, but does that even count? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I love the Mexican people. They're about uh, 95 million people, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a big audience for my Spanish podcast. El, El podcast de Kiko, if you haven't if you haven't heard it. If you didn't understand what I just said, that's fine, guys. That's fine. That's fine. I'm a weird character. But I'm, I'm happy to have my cousin. Because, I mean, people know. I mean, people know. Adrian is my cousin. He's my family. He's my blood. He's my, he's my direct cousin. I'm not even talking about like, you know how Latinos, they call cousins everybody? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that happens. Like, you're just oh, being no. the born, born from the same country. Yeah, that's you, you're the, oh, that's my cousin. Oh, that's my cousin. No, no, no. This is my motherfucker. Like, this motherfucker. His dad is the brother of my dad. And they did okay. some weird shit. They went they all lived, over the world. Yeah, they lived in Venezuela and the motherfuckers are crazy. They're like, they have problems and shit. <laughs> they have problems so this is my real ass cousin like this motherfucker I, will, I can grab his dick <laughs> and I wouldn't feel gay at all it would just feel like a like a biology experiment it's <laughs> like how we doing you, oh my you've grown you've grown since you were a little boy there's not, there's not a 14 year old dick anymore and I know that sounds weird to some people they're like yo what the fuck but it's, it's not weird because we're like we're cousins. Like, I, I see him now. I'm like, that, that's a grown-ass man dick. It makes me feel proud. Like, it, makes me, it scares me a little bit, too. You've, yeah, we've seen the evolution. Yeah, I've seen the dick. evolution. But, hey, 
it scares me a little. It intimidates me. Like it almost puts my manhood at test too. <laughs> that's right. But, but I also have to. But I also have to compliment it too. Like I have to be like, "Yo, damn, that's like that's that that's a family line, you know, that's a bloodline." Real quick, that's the Hernandez family crest. We are cousins after all. I mean, we are cousins after all. And the dicks match. <laughs> We've checked, and they they do the they do match. <laughs> we put on a table. Look at it. <laughs> Study girth length, skin potency, <laughs> potency. They have certain tests where they have you come and piss at a cup and they can like measure the speed. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a German fucking experimenter. You know, I'll come from a little island, you know, in Venezuela. It's not an island. It's, I mean, it's part of the peninsula, but pretty yeah. much an island. Yeah, now that I think about it, we could have just done 23 and me to see if we were family. I don't think we needed to do all those, all those <laughs> tests. <laughs> when I was grabbing your dick, Kiko, and trying to feel <laughs> if this was part of who I was, I was like... I think there's some other things we could do to prove this. It's just a little weird. <laughs> but it, it is true that we have we have certain formats. We do have certain procedures in the Broski Doodles. And I can't change that. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when I've, I'm in my fifth glass of Johnny Walker Doodles. It's a little hard to fix that. <laughs> it's a little hard to change that. You know, I got my you boy Mexico. You might call it unorthodox. You might call it a little weird, strange, peculiar. If you're British, if you if you fucking Russell Brand, you can you might find it peculiar. You might find it peculiar. <laughs> but it's not. Shut the fuck up, bro. So we get it. You're peculiar. Fuck. It's it's just it's just getting to the point where like say something. Russell Brand, say something, motherfucker. You, you, you're talking between the lines. Isn't it a little peculiar a that every time you speak, you don't say shit? <laughs> is it a little peculiar that Kiko is getting into a little hating mode? That's nah, pretty normal. That's nah, pretty normal. That's actually <laughs> part of the Broski Doodles. It's the MO. It's the MO of this podcast. We play haters. How long have you been in Mexico now? It's going on two weeks. How does it feel when you're away from your kids so long? Starts hitting you in the plums. It, it goes through through stages, you know. Like the first the first stage, which is like the first uh, three days, four days, is perfect. I don't even call home. I don't want to know anything about them. Right. I'm doing good. I'm on my own. I'm back right. to being the the free ego that I never was really. Okay. You feel and, like uh, you're like an independent man again. Right, right. And they're known what that's like since I had Graham at 17. 17, right. And they're known. And they're known. How, and they've been how, another life. How, how high this, this, this falcon can fly. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. So I get a taste for it in those first couple of days. And then by like day five, six, seven, then it starts hitting and I call home, see how everybody's doing. And then as soon as I, I call and I see that every, life is perfectly fine and they're getting by and my kids can care less if they talk to me for five minutes or five hours, I'm like, all right, this, this bird's got to fly again. <laughs> this bird's got to fly <laughs> higher. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks, we're doubling up. My mom's staying a month. Damn, I thought this was going to change to like, after a week, I'm like, 
man, I really love these motherfuckers. I'm like, damn. He's like, after a week, after I find out, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> then his ego takes off to the stratosphere. <laughs> damn. No, but um, isn't it funny how like when you're outside of your home for for even like a week or two, your body get used to the new life. Humans, the reason why we have come so far is because we're adaptable, quick. We can adapt to things quick. And when, when you move, like I've moved so many places because, you know, when you're a loser and... You're a nomad of the world. I'm a nomad. A when you get to a new place, you quickly learn, okay, this is how the motherfuckers do the thing. Okay. And that's it. You're, you're there now. So... It, does it happen to you or the there comes a time where you're like, hey, man, God damn, I'm a, I'm, I'm a protector. I'm a defender. I'm a teacher. I'm a wisdom giver to this little part. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. After a certain amount of time, like now I, I these, past, these last couple of days, I desperately want to be back. I'm a creature of habit, Kiko, and I like my routine. I like waking up in the morning in my own house, in my own bed shitting in my own toilet, eating my own food, working out in my own gym, going through the routine of taking the kids to school. I like that. You like that? And yeah. And being here for so long after a while, it's like, all right, all right, this has been cute, but I want to get back already. As, as you, much shit as I talk, I, I do miss the two of them. Do you think <laughs> my grandparents? Isn't it funny how we're so cynical and, and haters and pieces of shit, but at the end of the day, what warms our heart is our family, is the people that we love, is the people that make us feel amazing, and it's the thing that gives us purpose to live, right? We always complain about being men and having to do so many things and having to burden so much shit in life, but it is what gives us a purpose, and it is what makes us feel fucking worth it, right? That we're out there doing something for other people. And I know you're right now no. taking your last hit of ketamine thinking, what the fuck? I thought it was going to go somewhere else. No, it's going to a serious place. <laughs> Fucking Timmy and Steven over there doing the, your last line of methadone. Well, I think it does help that we came from a, a family that, that values family and puts family above everything else. I mean, growing up, we were all doing things together all the time. And I think that those good morals were instilled in us. So I think every chance we get to be with family, we, we really appreciate it. Yeah. More Especially than, because we know, we know that the, 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 we know what tragedy is like, and it's not just us. Many people know, we know what tragedy is like. We know what bad times are. So it's even more important to contrast with the good times. Whenever you're able to get together with your family and the people that you love and the people that you call family. It's not all, you know, I'm lucky that my cousin, he has my blood. I'm lucky that I fucking actually like this motherfucker and like to hang out with him. Sometimes it's not how it is. It doesn't play out that way. <laughs> but even if you're with friends and people you love that aren't your family blood type, type shit, but like you still love them and you consider them your family, That is important, that is valuable, and that matters so much. I know that in this podcast we talk so much shit and we and we fuck around so much and it's part of what it is, you know? It's, it's part of like this, um, this therapeutic fucking experience that we have, this catharsis for us to release all of this 
pressure and all this pain that we have inside and and it's not about being like a victim about shit because i just want people to relate and feel like you're not the only one that's going through bullshit i'm doing this podcast and i'm sounding all this happy and i got a bunch of worries in my head a bunch of bunch of bullshit in my life and i just want you to know you're not the only one doggy we're here doggy like we're in the same place we're trying to be better every day we're not perfect we're fucking mediocre but we're trying to be better every day and that's what i want you all to have like we don't have a motto yet we don't have a an ethos we don't have a slogan to replace get to zero but it's, it's getting close and it's somewhere around just being better than you were yesterday yeah we're gonna say that being better every day is pretty good i mean we gotta you know have a council meeting and talk to john and see if we can get the shareholders approval Dude, i mean we gotta get the vote of the stakeholders and shit but i mean it's, it's around there it's, it's it's around that feeling of getting better every day right 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 all right so let's give it a, a conclusion mainly because my camera is about to run out of battery i love you guys please rate the podcast on spotify and itunes i know it sounds annoying as fuck but i really ask you subscribe and leave a comment even if it's to say yo adrian get back here you're about to get fucked kiko please get a course in english and try to pronounce words a little better <laughs> it's not like, safe at all huh? <laughs> please just do like just engage motherfuckers engage Adrian, we need it. We know there's a lot of uh, loyal fans out there that are listening week, week in and week out, and you have you have doubts. Is me clicking like and subscribe and commenting does that really do anything to the algorithm? It does so much. It does. It does. It does everything. I love you. Take care. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>